welcome back to the five p's podcast guys so i'm happy to be talking with you guys again and today we have tracy who was on our last episode and we also have ty kamisha um, here and we're just going to be talking about letting go of things so i wanted to have a conversation around letting go of things in this particular season of life i realized I have a lot of things. So this is a no judgment zone on this side of the five piece podcast. Um, so recently I realized that I had about six back baskets of clean clothes and probably four baskets of unclean clothes that needed to be washed. And one might say, how is it that you have that many clothes and your closets are still full? And it's just like, too much, right? Um, so I was sharing this with Tracy on yesterday that um, was, I think it was yesterday we were having a conversation, maybe it was Tuesday, about the notion of just accumulating things out of comfort when you don't necessarily need them, but you need to go back and assess why you've accumulated so much. So today we're going to just be talking through why one might have all of these things and ways to get rid of it and for a very good reason. So we were talking across all of the areas of our lives. So that's within our businesses and within our careers, within our homes, um, within our families, um, spiritual life, like all of these things, like why is it that we accumulate things that add little value to our lives? And we want to talk through some practical ways of getting rid of those things and also the importance of getting rid of things. So with that, let's dive into it, guys. Like I said, I realized that I am a neat order. Like I think I like order, but I hold on to things because of sentimental value. Um, and even as I say that, one thing came to mind is like, you have to be able to let go of things to be able to move forward. And the story of Abraham, who had to leave all his family and people behind because God had something greater for him. He had to make way for the next thing. So he had to leave all these people and things behind for a good reason. Um, I would say that in my life, I still have clothes from when I was in high school. Like I have some jeans in this closet that's right next to me. They're clothes I've had since I was in high school that I've held on to. I've been out of high school now 13 years. Is, does that sound right? Is that crazy that I've been out of high school for 13 years? Like no judgment zone over here, guys. But I think about 13 years I've been out of. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. But all that being said, I have lived in different states. I have lived in a lot of places. Like I've moved from place to place and there are things that I brought with me. One might say like, as you go through life, like you bring the good, but sometimes you have baggage and it's things that you need to release. So um, that's kind of what led me to want to have this discussion. So I'm so happy, Tracy, Ty, to be discussing it with you guys. Um, Glad to be here. Me too. So does any of that resonate with you guys? Do you feel like there are things that you're holding on to now that that add little to no value? Yes, I can definitely relate with the clothes. Um, I just recently 
I had to um, redo my closet because one of my uh, rods fell down. So um, I put it off and put it off and put it off. And I was like, you know what? You're, you need to get it, tackle it, get it done. Otherwise, it's just going to be here and it's going to continue to bother you because these clothes are just piling up. <laughs> you really have nowhere to put them and you can't halfway get in your closet because you need to put the rod back up. So um, as you know me, I tend to buy things and I buy multiple of things. So therefore, I end up with a collection of things. And you're always telling me you need to you need to have a uh go to Facebook marketing, you know, and sell all these things because you have so much. And I agree wholeheartedly with that. Um, but just even in that, the thought was, okay, why, as you just mentioned, you know, why am I holding on to these things? Um, because I know that the clutter, it, you know, all that around me, like it, it agitates me and aggravates me. And it's like, so it gets to the point to where either I'm going to change or things are going to continue to pile on. So then I have to, um, go through and declutter, um, whether that's my mind, um, mentally, spiritually, as well as, you know, physically in the home. So it's like, you know, I take those moments to where I have to sit down, especially mentally, um, just declutter my mind because things um, I notice, like when I sleep, you know, I'm dreaming about all these things, things I've read, things I've watched, things I've talked about. So it's like, okay, God, I need to sit down and I need to decompress these things and get them off my mind. I need to concentrate on you because my focus is not where it needs to be. Yeah. And for me, it's not really a matter of clothes, but it's more like, in terms of um, letting go things, it's more like the mail because there are times, and I think it's the issue. I let the mail pile up um, because I don't take the time to actually look through the mail and see which one I want and which one I have to um, discard. And as a result, it just piles up. So I think another thing is just making the time to deal um, with that certain um, issue in order to. Um, move on, you know, the things that isn't, that doesn't really bring value. Um, it's sometimes we think, you know, depending on the person, sometimes the reason why we hold certain things is because we think we need it when we just actually want it. So we have to distinguish Ooh. what we need and what we want in order um, to actually deal with that issue. Um, yeah. That's good. What we think we need versus what we want. And I think that's what it really comes down to. So um, y'all know that the angle of the podcast focuses really on just like following God, your God-given purpose. Um, sorry, I don't know if y'all heard that, but Instagram started playing in the background. What in the world? Um, but with that, you we're looking at career. We're looking at business development, life development, seeking God and all the things that we do. So for me, right, it's so multifaceted because you have that one, you know, obvious thing of the clothes or um, the overconsumption of a thing, which takes up space for something else that God has called us to. So it's like, as these clothes take up space, that's taking away time from me uh, now I have to follow them. I have to keep them up. Um, it's like the overall management of things. And I've been having this conversation with a few um, close friends about the same thing. It's like, you know, you're exhausted because now you're working on things that 
like Tracy said, bring little to no value to you, but you are so attached to that thing. You don't make way for the thing God has called you to. So we started out with the practical things that everybody can relate to. Like we all have the clothes or like Tracy said, the mail, we have those things that are around us daily that we consume or Ty pointed out like the internet and social media where we're over consuming things, but we're not spending a not enough time feeding the areas of our life that need us to focus on those things so that we can grow. We're not spending, and that could be your business, that could be your career. That could be your relationship with God. It could be your friendships, um, family, and being able to hone in and to cultivate meaningful experiences with the things that actually bring you true joy. And I think um, that's the distinction that I've started to work through as I've started to let things go, whether it be clothes whether it be ideas on career and business or whether it be relationships with people. It's like, what do I need to get to the next level? And what are things that are just weighing me down, frustrating me, confusing me? Just They're just in the way. Like they're just in the way. They add no value. Like if I were to open up this closet and to show you guys shoes that I can't wear. Since I had my daughter, since I had both kids, like fun fact, like after you have kids, your feet grow. They never go back to the size they were before. Well, you didn't know that? Yeah. Tracy's like, wow, listen, keep, keep living, keep living. So in the past year, so I was working out. So if you listen to the podcast, you guys know I was on this health journey when I first started the podcast. And I, like, I would have like all of these, these thoughts and I would do the episodes. Well, haven't been working out. But during that course of time, I, I started to get issues have issues with one of my toes. And it was because I was wearing the wrong size shoe where the shoe was too small, but because I felt like I spent so much money on these shoes, how can I let it go? And sometimes we hold on to things that are hurting us. We're afraid to let them go, even though they are hurting us. And here's the other revelation with that. I've moved on to new shoes right? Because I recognize that I cannot go out here and wear these shoes. They're going to hurt my feet. But guess what? The shoes are still there. That's foolish. I think that, you know, I need to let go of things like that. But I think a lot of us, if we were to do a deep dive into our personal closet of the way we see ourselves and the thoughts that we have about ourselves, like we might not be in the spaces we were once in, but we like something can trigger us because we have not let those things go. Like we, we don't wear the badge of, you know, low self-esteem. We don't wear the badge of like anger. We don't wear the badge of pride or whatever, like your thing is, because we all have our thing, but we don't wear those badges, but it's moments that come in that cause us to possibly feel inferior, that cause us to be boastful, that causes us to feel like we're walking in imposter syndrome. And it's like, no, once we let go of these things, we have to let go of them for good. So when I let go of all these clothes that I have in the house, they have like a community yard sale this weekend. So I plan to get rid of some things. I can't go back to fill those empty spaces 
with things that don't bring me value. And that's what we have to do with everything. Okay, so what do you guys, I, I don't want to take up <laughs> all of the conversation. Yes, yeah, so, um, yes, I agree with what you said because, you know, it's honestly for us to, like when it comes to time, um, we only have 24 hours in the day. Um, mm -hmm. And we have to choose what we want, how we're going to spend the day um, each day. And it's easy to spend the time just doing things that may not bring any value um, to, to our lives in general. But sometimes we don't see that because we think, okay, it's not a big deal. Um, like, for example, um, watching YouTube videos for maybe one hour, two hours, but because you're maybe entertained, you don't realize that you're watching it for a lot of hours. Next thing you know, um, there's other things that you needed to do that's actually more valuable, but you weren't able to do it that day. So you have to basically postpone it and do it another day. But then something else happens and then you end up not having time. So like, since we have the time now, it's important that we use that time um, you know, wisely. Um, and even the Bible talks about it too. Um, in Ephesians 5, it talks about um, us using, like living as wise, um, using our time wisely, making the most of every opportunity. Um, because, you know, we don't have each day. Um, I mean, we don't have, we don't know how many days we have. So we have to count every moment. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would say. I wholeheartedly agree with, with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I, um, I start, so as you were speaking, I started to think about some of the consulting and mentoring work um, that I've done and that we do, like with understanding how to grow and develop. And you called out something that's so important. We all have 24 hours, you know, when we look at those who are what we what we would consider to be extremely successful. They've just been a, they've been able to curate or they've been able to focus during those 24 hours on their craft enough to say that today I'm going to learn, today I'm going to try. I'm going to do this within this allotted time and remain committed to that. Um, no matter what, like remaining committed day after day, just being disciplined. And that's what it, that's the word, discipline. Like being yes. disciplined to do what it is that you're supposed to do with that that's been one of my prayers for so long it's like god make me a good steward of time um that i am still working to get better at that because i'm one of those people that you know sometimes you can be so creative that i have an idea all the time so i need to have a list or i need to have a focus area because if i don't the next thing comes in and it grabs my attention and if we're not careful, I think there's a lot tied to that too, because it just seems like 
you know, those things that come up, it seems like a good thing, but it's at the God-given thing that you're supposed to be focusing on. Again, discipline helps you to recognize those good things versus those God-given things and being able to stay focused and, and to, to stay committed to those things. So it's a journey. It is definitely a journey of, I need to spend, let's just say, for instance, if you were, for you, I can use you, Tracy, like, or I did, I recently just finished a certification as well. Well, you know that you have the homework that you need to do. Like, you know, you have to do the research. You have to do all of this stuff because you have to take the exam mm-hmm. and you know that the test is coming up, right? You know, the test is coming up. And if you're not careful, you could put off learning until that moment to say, okay, I have no other option but to do it today. But a good steward which Tracy is like diligent in her stuff, probably probably more than I am. I'm like ninth hour, (laughs) like, okay, it's due. Like, let me figure out how to do it now. But, you know, like if you are able to apply discipline, the principle of discipline, so there's a P guys, the discipline of, uh, the principle of discipline, you'll Mm -hmm. be able to stay committed and be able to have routine and you allow space to grow, to learn, um, to be able to achieve those goals that you have. So. I agree. And I do as well. And like you said, being diligent of not allowing the distractions to come in as well, um, staying focused mm-hmm. um, on, right. on the tasks that you have before you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty, you also said something earlier that I want to also highlight. You said that when you have so much clutter, sometimes it frustrates you. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because as I've been speaking with people recently, they've said the same thing. It's just like, I don't know many people who would say that they want their homes to not be cleaned. Right. Right. You want your house, you want your things to be together because it frustrates you. But when your house is clean, or at least for me, when everything is in order, like I like everything to be in its home, like everything has a space, everything has a home, you're able to relax, you're able to be at ease and to not feel overwhelmed with the responsibilities of life. And Mm -hmm. it helps you to focus again on things God has called you to. So again, the purpose, the business, the career, the family, you're able to focus on those things once you've been able to remove all the things that don't matter when you get it down to what's most important, when you get down to the essential pieces of your life. So that's why, again, I think it's important to do that. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention something you said earlier, Jessica, about just being committed, right? Um, Commitment is very important because, and I think that's what helps us also to um, learn to use our time wisely, letting go of the things that are unnecessary in our lives, because um, when you're committed to something, you'll dedicate time for it. And sometimes, um, as Ty mentioned earlier, it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to 
we have to, you know, discipline our minds to not get distracted, even if like we feel like doing something that really is not as important, we should be able to say, you know what, this is better for me, not that, you know, this that brings value for me is what I need to do um, in order to move forward. Um, so I think it's just, you know, training our minds um, to think that way um, and not just giving into the, the distractions because we feel like it. It's not everything that we feel like though that we should do. Right, right. Right. And I'll take it a step further as far as, you know, I know that daily I have these reports that are due and I often tend to procrastinate until the last minute. And then I'm stressed out, you know, push for time, trying to get it done. Whereas, you know, instead of being more disciplined about, okay, setting aside time, regardless of what's going on, you know, how busy I am, how tired I am. Um, the fact that I still don't want to go sit in front of a computer for more time, but, you know, knowing that I have to do it. So therefore I'm going to have to discipline, discipline myself to get it done. Um, so that when I'm not stressing myself out, you know, then there's where my health come into play because, you know, I'm not taking care of myself by being stressed. You know, I'm, I'm running myself down, um, you know, trying to get things done where had I set aside time throughout the week to get these things, these tasks done, then, you know, um, I could probably get even more things done um, because I'm not cutting other things off because I have to know, I'm sorry, I can't, I have to go home and do these reports. Um, so um, just to kind of piggyback on what you were just saying. It becomes a mental drain when you don't do something that you're supposed to do so that even if you're not physically tired, you're mentally tired because of the clutter you're mentally tired because of the delay and that's when frustration sets in so when you talk to people and you know as you said to take it even further and they seem like they are unfulfilled or things are not going their way and they're just overwhelmed oftentimes it's because of things that they're doing or they've consumed that don't bring any value to their life, right? Like the foundation of those things that that we we work to do. And I recently, well, not even recently, the past few years, I always still can tell people that it's so interesting, especially in America, that we work so hard to just consume more things that frustrate us. So it's like you spend so much money, you spend so much time getting things like you know the ability to buy that the ability to go here but we still don't have life fulfillment and that's why I always go back to what has God told you are you pursuing your God-given purpose and does it make sense mm -hmm. and and if you're able to recognize what those things are if you understand purpose you understand passion you understand how to be productive. Now it's time to come up with a plan to remain committed to that. If you guys need a journal, download the um, the Get the Job Done journal out there. So you need treats is free. That's a shameless plug, but it's a simple journal because when I created that, it was at the height of me trying to simplify my life, 
And it's to simplify based on focusing on six pillars of life and only focusing on three activities a day. Just because, again, I overconsume things. I overactivate. Like I'm trying to be everything for everyone at all times, um, which leaves little space to actually grow. It's important to be able to recognize that you can't do everything and everything doesn't have to be done. But if I'm able to do what I'm supposed to do, I have satisfaction. And that energizes me to move on to the next thing. I'm able to have joy because I've done what God has called me to do and what he's gifted me and and given me the talents to be able to perfect and be an expert in those areas so that I can move on to the next thing. But it's also up to us to steward everything he's given us. And I think that goes back to overconsumption. It goes back to how we maintain our relationships. It goes back to how we present ourselves even in business and in career. Because if you're a good steward over your finances, you're not going to just buy things just to buy it. If you're a good steward over you know, your home, you're going to keep it as neat as possible. If you're a good steward over your gifts and talents, you're going to show up to work every day. If you're a good steward over your business, you're going to do everything to remain profitable and to make a lasting impact on your customers as well as your employees. You're going to do whatever you're supposed to do to make those experiences last. So there's so much we could talk. What what else? What else you guys got before we're you we're just said something quickly <laughs> before before you move on is that understanding and knowing your purpose. You know, you have to first of all know those things so that you can then um, focus. You know, before you can even focus on them, understanding the purpose that God has for you, understanding that God has given me this talent. How can I enhance that? Is that do I need to read? Uh, what you know? What what books do I need to buy to to study these these things, things of that nature. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, once we know our purpose, it's, um, we know what we have to put our focus. And um, Jessica, you mentioned on relationships. And, you know, this is something that I'm working on um, when it comes to making time for people and also making time to do what God wants me to do. There are times where I make time for people, like if they ask me for help with something, um, usually my answer is yes, Um, but then sometimes I don't have time to do the things that I need to do that um, is actually helping me um, in my life. So I tend to postpone those things, but it's a matter of what I'm learning right now is just to be able to prioritize um, what needs to be done. Um, like if someone asks me something, I can still help them um, if I'm able, but if it's not something that's urgent, then um, it just, it's just a matter of okay, choosing what, what can be done, what can be done the next day, and just you know making time for what I need to do that I know God is calling me to do. Um, so it's okay at times to say no to, um, or even to maybe help that person by maybe referring them to someone else you know who can help them. Um, so it's just, you know, it's good to help people, but it's also good to 
do what you know God is calling you to do. The you know, you're knowing your purpose, you know, working on that purpose and making sure that you know no one is distracting you away from that purpose. Right. Um, yeah. Don't let anyone distract you away from your purpose. We're going to let that be our closing thought for today. Don't let anyone distract you away from your purpose. We could talk so much about this. So I I would say um, if I had to give one bit of advice or the one thing that I'm going to take away from this. um, Well, actually, I'm going to share something that I've started to do. So I'm going to share advice Um, on my phone. There there is a focus mode. So recently I've been using focus mode religiously to remove all distractions so that I can focus on those things that are most important. Um, So focus mode on my phone allows me to select the apps um, and the activities that I want to block. And it has become a challenge for me to see how long I can keep my phone on focus mode. So I am only doing the things that I have to do. And it it brings a certain level of peace and clarity. Um, and I'm able to focus on the decluttering process, the, the live decluttering process. Um, and that has helped me out a bit. So do you guys have any advice or things that you're currently doing to remove clutter out of your life that you would like to share with the listening audience? Um, for me, um, this is a typical advice, but the planner. Learning to plan um, your day actually does help in helping you to stay focused um, because it's easy to be distracted by other things. Um, and of course, unexpected things happen, can happen. Um, but then you learn to uh, adjust your plan based, you know, based on that because, you know, we don't know what will happen the next day. Um, but planning does help us to learn to stay focused. And I think, you know, without planning, it's more of like, just, you don't know what you're going to do that day, but you have an idea, but it's more like, okay, you could forget, you know, for me, sometimes I, I forget what I need to do. So planning actually helps me um, to stay focused. Um, yeah, I think just planning in general maybe having a planner writing down the things you need to do for that day um i think it can help a lot with um managing our time well um and making time for what's important love it ty what do you have for us so for me i think the combination of the two um planning and using the focus for me at night um my focus comes on um, to tell me it's time to wind down for the day. So it lets me know, okay, whatever I don't have done in the next 30 minutes, it's going to have to go on tomorrow's task because the focus is on. Um, that means we're done for the day. <laughs> so um, that means text messages, they're going on do not disturb. Um, phone calls, only certain phone calls will come through. Um, apps. I just leave those on red most of the time anyway. So, um, but as far as planning, I, you know, I love my planners. So um, I love to be able to know what I have, you know, whether that's appointments or, you know, whether it's some some, uh, project that I need to work on to get done. I love the ability to look in my planner 
to see, okay, this is what you have going on for today. And I can coordinate my focus to go along with that um, so that I'm not distracted during those times. Right. Those are some Uh, great advice. And I do want to mention one thing. Overall, as we do this, um, we have to remember prayer. Um, Praying to God. The P, the most important P. Yes. Go ahead. Just being able to invite God in the things that we're doing, um, just praying to him to help us um, to accomplish those things he's called us to do um, and to not get distracted, asking him to help us to not get distracted. Because there's so many distractions in this world. There's so many voices around us telling us, do this, do that. But we have to remember why we're doing what we're doing. And, you know, that's God. So prayer. Yeah. Listen, that is the most important piece. Y'all don't take anything away from this episode or any other episode is to pray. Men ought to always pray and not faint. That is so true because you can do all of these things and still not have contentment because you're not grounded in the will of God. So it is important to pray. As you pray, be diligent. In what he has gifted you to do, be obedient in those things that he's told you to do, and don't be distracted. Do not be dismayed, nor do, nor be distracted in this journey. It's not always easy. We've talked through the practical things. We've talked about the um, the emotional side of things. We kind of touched on some of the spiritual things, but I want to encourage you all to remove everything out of your life that does not bring you value and to move forward and to not look back. We started out with talking about Abraham, but even if we moved on to Lot and his wife, as you move away from those things that God has called you out of, don't look back. Look forward, be hopeful, stay committed to what he's telling you to do because you don't want to have to go through these experiences again. You want to come out of the experiences. You want to be better off once you get through it than you were before. You're moving on. We're going from glory to glory. So be encouraged. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move into our church announcements. So church announcements are really just our way of sharing out some of the activities that are going on across the five piece community and that are connected to the other businesses. So um, here we go. The first announcement is we have an event coming up uh, that's related to Promising Presence. So Promising Presence is the business development and marketing firm where we provide consultation to small businesses, mid-sized businesses, or any other type of business that's looking for support in developing out their ideas and looking to go further. So we have an event on May 18th. It's through Eventbrite. It's at 6 p.m. Central. It's free. So I encourage you to register for the event to learn more about human-centered design. So it's really just a concept that helps you understand how to meet your customers or your target audience where they're at and based on the gaps that they currently experience. So based on what they need. So we're gonna be talking through practical ways to apply this to your business as well as just talking through the concept and 
providing insights on how larger corporations are leveraging human-centered design today. So um, check it out, register today. If you haven't done so, please leave a comment, rate us, let us know how we did, let us know what you want to hear from us. We want to hear all of those things. So rate us on whatever streaming service you're listening to us today. Also, our third announcement is if you are not following us on social media, check us out. We have an Instagram page. It's called 5PS Podcast. So 5P's Podcast. You can find all of this information in the show card. Also, if you could follow the Promising Presence page as well. So it's, I think it's Promising P on Instagram, Promising Presence on Facebook. I'll link out to the LinkedIn and to the um, Twitter pages, but all of the pages are out there and we would love for you to join the community and we would love for you just to receive ideas and tips from the team. So Tracy, Ty, they're part of Helping Promising Presence transform all of these businesses and we want you to be a part of that community as well. And last but not least, I want to say, let's throw out the most important key of the day, and that's to pray. So pray about whatever you're pursuing right now. Pray about your purpose. Pray about your business. Pray about the next steps in your life. And I hope that in prayer, you receive clarity. I know you will receive clarity on what you're supposed to do. So with that, um, Tracy, Ty, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you. And I enjoyed this conversation. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you. Alrighty. With that, guys, check out the next episode of the podcast. We will be back soon. All right. Bye.